Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Andy Demetra, who joins us here on the Loud Security Systems Newsmaker Line. And Andy, finish, finish, finish. That's what I kept yelling, kept tweeting, kept saying to my TV. And that's exactly what the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets did last night. They finished Kudos to Coach Josh Pastner. Kudos to those seniors and kudos to the ball movement and unselfish play the Jackets got on the road in Virginia Tech last night. And home team, that was the Quadra One road win that we've been talking about. The Georgia Tech has come so close to obtaining throughout this season, but it's always slipped out of their grasp. But they removed all doubt there in the second half. Uh, Virginia Tech, let's put this in perspective what Georgia Tech did in the second half last night. Virginia Tech was second in the ACC in defensive efficiency in conference play. They were as good a defensive outfit in this league that you'll find. Georgia Tech makes some adjustments at halftime. They go with a high middle pick and roll. They play that play to death. They shoot 61%. uh, And there were no suspenseful moments, thankfully, in this one in Blacksburg last night. Andy, when you look at Moses Wright and what he was able to do last night, uh, taking advantage of Virginia Tech, deciding not to help on him at all. Uh, talk about his performance and how he had a chip on his shoulder uh, when he was going up there and decided that Aluma was going to be somebody he's going to put on his bedroom wall to really go after. Yeah, you know, that that was going to be a huge matchup, uh, Joe. Moses Wright versus Kevin Aluma. Their numbers are almost identical across the board points, rebounds, assists. I I don't know how much Moses took that matchup personally, but there was no doubt who the better player was last night. And Moses was so good uh, getting the angles, getting the seals on Aluma down low with that little finishing touch over his left shoulder with the hook shot. Uh, Moses was so bouncy last night. You know, he's been playing at an all-ACC level all season long. I don't want anybody to mistake that. What you saw last night was a first-team all-ACC-type performance from Moses Wright. 26 points and 10 rebounds, dominating the paint against one of the better post players in this league in Aluma. Uh, that was a sight to see. And the way Moses just sort of took over the game on the, the receiving end of those pick-and-rolls in the second half, he was fantastic. And he's been fantastic now for the last several games. He's shooting close to 80% from the field, guys. Mm. His last four outings. That's pretty good. And at a time Georgia Tech really needs production in the low post, Moses has provided it for him. Our truest Georgia Tech reporter joining us here on the Loud Security System Newsmaker line into the Metro voice of the Jackets and is right there in front of you. You might have been out of the bubble. Now you can be on the bubble or in the bubble or in the dance. Three games left, two of them at home, Syracuse and Duke, back-to-back home games, and then you finish up on the road at Wake Forest. It's right there, and Georgia Tech can really play themselves into a lot of notoriety and really into a lot of good momentum into the ACC tournament. Big time. And, you know, the best thing that has happened for Georgia Tech, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because Syracuse comes to town on Saturday, and we know they can be a perennially tricky matchup, even though they've stumbled a bit their last two games. But Duke is a team that has come on now, and they are solidly in that quadrant two. And so that could be another big win for Georgia Tech on top of Syracuse. 
And, and so often when you're talking about teams and tournament consideration, it's about optics. It's about how well you finish. And Georgia Tech now has won three straight. Their last two road games, double-digit wins. By the way, guys, that has not happened where Georgia Tech has won back-to-back ACC road games by double digits since 1986. And so now coming back at home to McCamish on Saturday, big one versus Syracuse. The Orange swept them last year. We know they're a team that has just pure, cold-blooded shooters that you don't want to let get on a roll. Uh, That's going to be a tough matchup no matter how Syracuse has been playing coming in. And then, yeah, closing down the home schedule with Duke, that that is a revenge game in every sense of the word for Georgia Tech after they came so close to to winning at Cameron Indoor last month. Uh, But you're right, guys. uh, The the schedule lines up where Georgia Tech does what it is capable of doing. uh, They could potentially end this season on a six-game win streak and and being a so-called hot team as you get to that final week of the season and you get to tournament consideration, that means a lot. And Georgia Tech has put itself in a position where, where they could be one of those teams. Andy, is Coach Passner telling his team about that? Is he reminding his, his guys that it's uh, kind of, you know, every game is an NCAA-type tournament game or he's trying to just play it one game at a time? Is he setting the, the intensity very high for those guys? You know, Josh Pastor sets the intensity high every single game. I, I think you even see with this team that has not had a march to play for that their compete level has been high. And so he doesn't really need to push any buttons or, or refresh his team of the stakes. Jose Alvarado even said that in the post-game press conference yesterday. They know what's out there, uh, but this is a senior veteran-laden team. And so I, I don't think that's going to cause their knees to quake a bit. Uh, you know, they're a team that understands how to play with poise, uh, that knows how to play within themselves, and just to tackle the game in front of them. And I think that's where that good leadership comes in between players like Moses Wright and Jordan Usher and Josh Pastor has really saluted Jordan's leadership here down the stretch. And, of course, he's in Alvarado. So I don't think Josh Pastor really needs to remind them of what's out there uh, because the players do, and they've shown that they can be trusted with handling high-stakes environments. We saw that last night. Well, thanks for the time, Andy. Fun game. Uh, three important games. They all mean something now. And this Jacket team, if they play like they did last night against a defense like that and finish out the season that way, this could be a dangerous team, not just for the ACC tournament, but maybe beyond, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope so. Just keep doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, guys, can I just say, you just made my day uh, using Bone Crusher as the lead-in music <laughs> to this segment. If you can do that every time, man, I'm a happy broadcaster, guys. Pleasure talking with you. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.